The Holy Gospel according to Mark, the ninth chapter. John said to Jesus, Teacher, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he was not following us. But Jesus said, Do not stop him, for no one who does a deed of power in my name will be able soon afterward to speak evil of me. Whoever is not against us is for us. For truly, I tell you, whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because you bear the name of Christ will by no means lose the reward. If any of you put a stumbling block before one of these little ones who believe in me, it would be better for you if a great millstone were hung around your neck and you were thrown into the sea. If your hand causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life maimed than to have two hands and to go to hell to the unquenchable fire. And if your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off. It is better for you to enter life lame than to have two feet and to be thrown into hell. And if your eye causes you to stumble, tear it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and to be thrown into hell where the, their worm never dies and the fire is never quenched. For everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if salt has lost its saltiness, how can you season it? Have salt in yourselves and be at peace with one another. The Gospel of the Lord. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. How do you describe a life spent following Jesus? Often we describe our faith by what we are not and what we do not believe. Like the disciples in the gospel, we are quick to name the people who aren't like us, who don't believe like us. At the beginning of this morning's gospel, Mark describes the suspicion and the skepticism of the disciples when they see someone outside their own circle exercising demons in the name of Jesus. Instead of celebrating the healing that is taking place, they become defensive and controlling, trying to expel the outsider and stop him from completing the good work that he has begun. And Jesus rebukes them, using words that evoke images of abundance and life, as well as those of damnation and suffering. First, Jesus says, whoever gives you a cup of water to drink because you bear the name of Christ will by no means lose the reward. Now, a cup of water sounds pretty insignificant until you're thirsty. 
or footsore from traveling, or hoarse from witnessing to God's mighty acts in the world. Until you remember that Jesus promises living water, and that cup of water becomes the very font where we remember his own death and resurrection that set us free from the bondage of sin and death and opened the way to everlasting life. Water is a sign of the kingdom of God and a cleansing and rebirth. As quick as we are to other people, Jesus is adamant that all who do works of power in his name are his followers too. What matters is that they are bearing witness to God, carrying God's abundant love and mercy into the world as servants of the gospel. <clears throat> Next he tells his disciples, if you put a stumbling block before one of these little ones who believe in me, it would be better for you if a great millstone hung around your neck and you were thrown into the sea. Jesus insists that we must not become obstacles to others believing in and following Jesus. It's easy for us to laugh off his words with false humility and think, well, None of us could have that kind of influence over another person. But how many times have you heard that someone left a faith community because of the hypocrisy or the ugliness that they encountered in other Christians? In addition to the impacts of diminishing institutional loyalty and general busyness, Christianity suffers when we elevate ourselves over others and when we value comfort or control more than compassion. But that heavy millstone is broken into pieces when it is struck by the faith that we receive in Jesus Christ. In his essay, Freedom of a Christian, Martin Luther writes that the freedom of faith in Christ Jesus Let's us be guided in all works to serve and benefit others in all that we do, considering nothing except the need and the advantage of our neighbor. In contrast to the disciples who had been arguing about who was the greatest among them, faith orients us to the world and those suffering in it. Next, Jesus says, it is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and to be thrown into hell where their worm never dies and the fire is never quenched. Recalling the words of the prophet in Isaiah 66, when Jesus describes hell here, he is speaking of Gehenna the perpetually burning garbage dump outside Jerusalem's city walls. And it is a picture of what life would be like outside the embrace 
of the community of faith. Keeping up appearances or maintaining a charade of self-importance has its own consequences because we find ourselves separated from the very community of faith that gathers in the brokenhearted and all of us who need healing. Jesus concludes, for everyone will be salted with fire. Salt is good, but if salt has lost its saltiness, how can you season it? Have salt in yourselves and be at peace with one another. In contrast to the fires of Gehenna, now Jesus speaks of fire as a purifier. For followers of Jesus, the flames symbolize the resurrection of death to life that we experience as Easter dawns and the transformation of the community that happens at Pentecost by the spirit of the resurrection. Jesus also speaks of salt as a preservative, recognizing that discipleship requires perseverance. As theologian Gail Ramshaw writes, the Son of God does not go to the cross to shield us from costly, costly obedience, but rather to show us the way. So how do you live as disciples? Do you experience the life-giving waters of baptism that invite us to be refreshed and renewed every day? Or do you carry the weight of faith, unable to break free and unwilling to confront the sin and brokenness that binds us and weighs us down? Are you suffering on the margins, separated from community, or finding strength and building endurance in the midst of life? As we hear Jesus' call to follow him and to live as disciples, may we learn from those first disciples and be empowered by the Holy Spirit to live free, whole, and sound. Let us pray. Holy God, we give you thanks for your abundant forgiveness. That when we bicker about who's the greatest and who belongs or deserves your love, you patiently extend your grace to us again and invite us to turn away from our self-interest and carry your love into the world. By your Spirit, strengthen us in faith as followers of your Son, Jesus. Amen.